0: Welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one illuminating page of Talmud a day. What a page we have today. It is the page, the page you've all been waiting for, the page that finally explains what are all these things that we are prohibited from doing on Shabbat. And to shed some light on this very important question, we invited the one man who could make sense of everything. He is the great Rabbi David Beshevkin. David Veshevkin. We, I had love some. that you inserted a
1: kind of interrogative questioning tone into my name now. I think uh, Of course. That. It's a part of the pronunciation. It's David question mark?
0: It in of itself has become a Talmudic point of debate. Uh, Indeed. It is Rabbi David, but some say David. So I, I want to go ahead and I want to read this Mishnah. I'm going to read it entirely in Hebrew with some interjections here and there in English because it just sounds so freaking incredible. These ladies and gentlemen, are the 39 labors we are prohibited from doing on Shabbat. הזורא והחורש והקוצר והמאמר והחדש והזורא הבורר התוחנן והמרקד והאלש והאופה הגזזת התצמר המלבלנו והמראפתצר והצוצוover והתובה והמיישח והעשה שתי בתי נירין והאורגיש שני חוטים וה שני חוטים הקושר והמתיר והתופר שתי תפירות הקורה שתי תפירות הצד צבי השחטו והמפשטו המולחו והמבד התורא והממחק והמחדחף הקורב שתי אותיות והמחק שתי אותיות It's almost like a rap lyrics, right? One who sows and one who plows and one who reaps and one who gathers into a pile and one who thrashes. Tell me. Do you know what I was thinking of? I
1: was thinking of Megillah reading on Purim night. It sounded like you were reading the Ten Sons of Haman, (laughs)
0: like all in one breath. And those are their names. Okay, so, David, tell me this. We are now on page 73 of Tractate Shabbat. What took the Talmud so long? Why not start the Tractate that's all about the things that you're not allowed to do on Shabbat with literally basically just simply telling us what we're not allowed to do on Shabbat? This
1: is a fascinating question. It is a quintessentially Talmudic question in terms of trying to figure out the structure of the Talmud, which we often don't pay attention to because we like take it for granted of how desultory and chaotic the structure itself is. Right. But this particular question, and this is a question the listeners should always be asking, not just in Tractate Shabbos, but every Tractate, we always want to be asking, why did the Talmud structure itself, why is the Mishnah beginning with this subject and ending with that subject? And I think it's really important here as well, It also happens to be in the famous commentary of the Tosafists that appears on the side of the traditional Vilna page that you can find online or in Korin or Art Scroll or whichever edition, So Suits Your Soul, you can find it on the very first page. This is the very first question that the Tosifists ask on our tractate, which is, why does the tractate begin by this long discussion of the laws of carrying? Shouldn't it have begun with the 39 prohibitions? There are technical answers, and I think that there are more values-driven answers. I just want to, like, state for the record that let's enjoy that question. Let's not get sold on any particular answer. Let's, like, savor and enjoy, just for a moment, the sweetness of that question. Like, we're noticing the structure of this... Ongoing dialogue. I think that's the most important lesson.
0: Right. It's almost like a, like a Quentin Tarantino film, right? It starts at some point in the middle, and then it works back into all kinds of insights.
1: Exactly. And you don't know if you're watching, like, the present or the past or the future. That's, that's the best part of Tarantino. And I think... In a very, you know, distant cousin analogy to Talmud, I don't know if Tarantino got his inspiration from there, but absolutely.
0: Well, he does live in Tel Aviv now and, and has a, an Israeli son, so he's close. Nuh-uh. Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? I he had no an Israeli, idea. He married an Israeli woman. He lives in Tel Aviv. They just welcome a baby boy who had a bris. And now here we are. He's probably studying Talmud as we speak.
1: As we speak right now. What a delicious fact that we did not sign up for. That's a bonus to all the listeners out there and to myself. Another Tarantino-Talmud connection that certainly I did not know.
0: And so tell me, do you have a favorite explanation uh, or a favorite kind of spiritual theory of what this structure is supposed to do for us?
1: Yes. I think that we begin deliberately with the laws of Hotsa'ah, which is translated as carrying, as movement, because the most prototypical like the archetype for all of the prohibitions is the laws of carrying. Because the word Shabbos, if you look at the word, Shabbos has the same letters, shin base, as to return, like tissue va. Shabbos is all about returning to that inner space and that inner core identity, whether it's your core communal identity, core individual identity, familial identity. It's about returning to that inner equilibrium, that core space that we each have inside of us. And I believe that paradigmatic of that is the concept and idea of not carrying and transgressing communal boundaries. That's the starting point. And we have all of this case law that elaborates on that because it's also one of the most confusing and complex. But once we ...finish all of the case law related to carrying as the paradigmatic prohibition of Shabbos, Shabbos as return to self, Shabbos as retreating and embracing the internal boundaries of ourself, once we are finished with that which we have just completed, all of the iterations and case law related to carrying, now we can approach and discuss the larger details of all of the prohibitions. And those are the 39 malachos.
0: I love that. So in other words, had we simply started by saying, okay, everyone, listen up. There will be no sowing and no plowing, no reaping, no gathering sheaves into a pile, no thrashing. No baking, no kneading. I'm reading from this list here. No untying a knot, no sewing two stitches together, no tearing fabric in order to sew two stitches, etc., etc. We would say like, okay, yeah, you know, that sounds like a pretty kind of, you know, humdrum, you know, list of prohibitions that make the whole thing feel sort of like restrictive and joyless. Rather than do that, the Talmud's basically telling us, first of all, you have to really understand the essence of what we're trying to do here. We'll get to the isurim, we'll get to the prohibitions when you're ready.
1: Correct. Shabbos is about returning. It's about figuring out where are the core boundaries of your identity, building them, and returning to them once a week. Because, as we already saw earlier in the tractate, the 39 main categories of prohibition derive from the 39 creative actions that created the tabernacle when the Jews were in the desert, like a temple of sorts. And as, you know, Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel so beautifully describes in his book, The Sabbath, if the 39 creative acts are what created the this temple and palace in space in biblical times, then abstaining from these 39 creative acts are what create an enduring temple in time for all generations. And that's what Shabbos is. It's not about doing, it's about returning and being and embracing that core identity.
0: Amen selah. Rabbi Bashevkin. We're recording this on a Thursday afternoon. I'm just so happy it's almost Shabbos.
1: Especially now, I feel like I'm stretching out my hand, even to grab a hold of Erev Shabbos Friday. I already have my hand stretched out, and there's nobody I'd rather be stretching out my hand with than with you, my dear friend.
0: Same here. Thank you so much, as ever, for making us a little bit more enlightened and a little bit more hopeful.
1: My absolute pleasure. Have a great Shabbos.
0: This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Fiomi. I'm your host, Leah Libowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.